Hi all, welcome to Chat and Flicks, the movie and TV podcast, with our first in a special episode of Marvel Mondays. Uh, I'm Carl Pierce, and joined by James Rome. Good stuff. And uh, basically, we, we, if you've listened to our first episode, we talked about um, we're going to watch all the Marvel films, obviously starting with Iron Man. You've sort of seen them a little bit, but we. We're gonna we're gonna sort of go deep into it and, and critique them all basically, aren't we? Yeah. Happy days. So uh, just a bit of instruction on Iron Man. So it was, it was the first film in the uh, the Marvel Cinematic Universe. It was released in two thousand and eight. Um, and just a bit of background on the actual character. His first appearance was in Tales of Suspense thirty nine, whatever year that was. I don't know, but um, <laughs> um. And before this film, he was really, really sort of not well-known out of comic book circles. Um, the budget for the film was $140 million, and it made $585 million. Uh, it was the eighth highest grossing film of 2008, and was obviously followed by Iron Man 2 and Iron Man 3, respectively. Um, so, initial thoughts. Go on, James, what do you think? Um, well, obviously, I've seen it before. Yeah. And um, as we were saying before, I mean, last week, we were sort of saying, I was saying I'd seen it, but I couldn't really remember it. And then we were talking of it almost being a Marvel's answer to Batman, wasn't we? Yeah. 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 So, so it was it was just one of them. So, that, so I'd, and from what I remember, that I always had it down as like a poor man's version of Batman. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Um, and I'll be brutally honest, um, full concentration. I watched it. I watched it today, and I couldn't be wrong. Couldn't be any more wrong, really. So, so you you think it was good? Like you enjoyed it? Yeah, very good. Yeah. Um, it got me straight away with the um, when you can hear ACDC belt now back in black. Yeah. I thought the minute you hear that, I thought I'm a massive fan of ACDC anyway. I just thought, oh, it's got me here straight away. And I thought, how's this passed me by? I was sort of thinking when I was watching it, how's it passed me by? Mm. I thought, yeah, don't get me wrong. It is it is very similar to Batman. You know, the idea, the concept. Yeah. But his character's a little bit, no offence, Bruce Wayne, but a little bit more intelligent. Um, a little bit more, I don't know, I wouldn't say cooler. But I'd say smoother, if that makes any sense. I'd say he's probably a bit smoother than Bruce Wayne. And he's definitely more intelligent than Bruce Wayne. He's a lot more hands-on. Um, but yeah, I just thought it was brilliant. And as I said, I was very wrong, wasn't I? Um, and me, in me thought of being a poor man's version. Um, wouldn't go as far as saying it's better. Um, I was only saying it's the best today. I said it's definitely better than some of the recent Batman movies. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Well, shall I, shall I read what I've written? Because I've talked about the first 10 minutes. Um, I basically said, Owning a scene is a million miles an hour. It lulls you into a false sense of security. I like the MySpace reference he makes. Um, and as you say, he's, he's, he's like personable. He's dead cool. He's, he's funny. He's arrogant and all that. But in those first 10 minutes, it's just, you know exactly what type of character he is. He's, he's arrogant, mm-hmm. uh, cocky. He's, as you say, a genius. He's unreliable, and he's a womanizer. And with him being a arms dealer, basically, he's morally bankrupt as well. And that's that's you get that in the first ten minutes, like when he's um, yeah, when it sort of it flashes back to when he got blown up, didn't it? That's that it's nothing like twelve minutes or so. 
Um, and I, I said, he's the playboy Bruce Wayne could only dream of being. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, true. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I, yeah, I remember seeing the pictures um, and not, not expecting much, really. And back in the day, I really enjoyed it. And what I knew, when I knew it was a bit of a turning point in terms of comic book films, was a few of my mates watched it. Like, my mate Morgo, he watched it and liked it. And he's not he's not into, like, comic book movies at all. And he liked it. He thought it was brilliant. Um, that's that's when I knew that this was something else. It was, this was a, a step up, this. It's, I, I, yeah, yeah. I, I, I totally agree with you. It's, I don't know, I just... <laughs> It's it's a smooth. I keep using this word smooth. I think it's a smooth film. I think it's cool. I think the music's cool. I think you know they get the effects right. I think, as you said, from the from the get go, it grips you, and you sort of see, you know, well, how how he is as a person, and you you sort of summarize him as a character. With as you said, within the first ten minutes, can't you? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um... And I really, really, really enjoyed it last night. Like last, I watched it last night, and it's better than I remember. And I, I liked it when it came out, but I think it's well better. Um, if you if you think about the year it came out, two thousand eight, obviously the other the other big comic book movie was The Dark Knight. Do you think this got eclipsed a little bit because of that film? It must have. It honestly, Carl, it must have. Was that was that literally the same year? Was it? Yeah, I'm not too sure when Dark Knight came. out. I'll find out now. Um, but Iron Man it, came out in April. Oh, mate, well, it, it's got to be because obviously The Dark Knight was such a masterpiece. You know, that masterpiece by Christopher Nolan and the actor and the other performances by Christian Bale and, you know, um, Heath Ledger and stuff. It's obviously, you know, overshone it. Um, because, you know, like I said, I was watching it today and I was like, this is a really good movie. And it wasn't like, you know, like I know we talk about it and you going, oh, James, you need to watch them and like making me watch them. I thought, go. <laughs> Thought, why has Carl been making me watch them? I should have been watching these anyway. Do you know what I mean? It was, it was sort of, it was one of them, and I thought he's a great character and he's good on his own. And there's these poor, you know, poor, you know, references that I often say about it being a, basically a poor man's version of Batman. Yeah. I was like, I'm, I'm way too harsh. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I, that, that, I'm thinking, I don't know, I don't know, but obviously, I think it is probably because the Dark Knight was such a masterpiece, and um. So I think it was, yeah, I think I think it, that's that's why it sort of flew under my radar. Well, Dark Knight came out in July the same year, so like, you know what, two or three months afterwards. Um, yeah. So it, it did get it, it, you know eclipsed. I mean, I think it's it's a solid. I, in fact, I'm going to go this this far. I think it's a perfect comic book movie. Now going back and watching it, it the structure is 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 perfect. As I say, like that that establishment of his character straight away in that first opening 10, 15 minutes is absolutely fantastic. I didn't realise how fast it was that you know who he is straight away. Mysterious would never be an adjective you'd use to describe him, is it? No. Oh, no. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? There's nothing mysterious about him. Like, it's all his chips are on the table, aren't he? Literally as well in the first team when he doesn't turn up to the awards. And he's, 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 you know, he's gambling in Vegas, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, of course. But, you know, <laughs> You know him straight away. You literally all his chips are there. It's like, yeah, he's as you said, he's a womanizer. He's unreliable, but he's a nice fella, really. He's you know he likes what's what's the woman's name, Gwyneth Paltrow. Yeah, Pepper Potts. Yeah, you can tell straight away she's just the love interest. I don't know. I just think it, it cuts a lot of the the rubbish out and goes straight to it, really. Yeah. You know? 
It does, yeah. I mean, it's it's an origin film, but it's it's not overbaked. Um, like if if you look at some of the, the recent Marvel films, which you will, the origin takes it takes a bit too long to get into the get them to be the superhero. He's just he's all right. It, it's I can't remember about half an hour, maybe forty minutes in. I can't remember what it was. He's he's in his first Iron Man suit, so you know. Yeah. It's 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 not like sort of dragging it out. It's yeah, here he is. It is the character. This is what he is. He's in trouble. This is how he got out of it. This is how he became him. It's an amazing suit as well. That that that, that that's a bit of a goosebumps moment, that isn't it? You know when he um, when he first becomes like Iron Man, and like and like you know like all the all the guards and that come and he just like and you see the eyes, don't you? And then it's like, oh, boss! It just it's it's a it's a powerful moment. Really. It is, yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah, the Mark one they call it because they've all got names, haven't they? And we'll, as we go through these, we'll yeah. talk about what Mark we're up to as well. <laughs> Not that I know off the top of my head, but cool. we'll talk about them. Um, so yeah, yeah. So like, just to give a bit of recap of the plot, designs the suit of armor. It's bulky, not much power to it. Limited weapons. I think he's just got like flamethrowers and a few sort of missiles, hasn't he? Um, mm-hmm. And he, but he, when he's escaping, he's, he escapes at a cost, which he, he finds with with his mate. What was his mate's name? Um, uh, what's the fella's name? But he wanted to die, didn't he? Anyway, because he because he, he kept saying he wanted to be with his family, yeah. but like. And he assumed his family were like in, in America or wherever, and his family were were, were no longer with us. Really. That was the thing he wanted. Yeah, he would do a dead word, so he was comfortable dying. Yeah. Jensen or Jensen, if you how you pronounce it, but yeah, he was. Yeah, he was. Um, I was that. sort of guide, wasn't he? That was sort of the thing. And it's mad. It's mad with him. Sorry, because you you immediately think when you're introduced to him as a character, you just straight away you assume he's a bad guy, don't you? So the way he bees, the way he is, like because obviously he wakes up and he's the one over his body and he's looking over yeah. him. And he's put all these things and you start to think, at first you think, has he ripped his heart out? I don't know, you just think, has he ripped his heart out? Is he, I don't know what, what he's doing and you think he's a bad guy, him, and he's a bit snotty and a bit aloof at first. And then the more it comes out, you're like, oh no, no, he's actually, he's a good guy who's, who's being made to work for the bad guys. Yeah, he's, He's basically in the same boat as, as Tony, isn't he? He's you know he's being held against his will. Um, you know he's, he, he probably knows he's going to die at some point. He's probably, he's probably not going to leave the cave, so he's just making the best of it that, that he can. Um, but yeah, I mean, that, and that that that's the turning point of the film, isn't it? Where he goes from this arrogant, cocky knobhead, if you like, morally bankrupt, where he goes, in actual fact, you know, I can actually make a difference here. Where instead of making bombs and killing people, I can actually start trying to save lives. No, definitely, definitely, and it's it basically you know to coin a phrase, the penny drops, doesn't it? With them, you know, we see all these bad guys who are fanatics, aren't they? Really, the the, the Stark fanatics. They they they've got everything Stark. They, if you yeah. know, you find out later in the movie, you know, he, he was like a hero of his. You know, they were the idolized him, and he was thinking these are the bad guys, and these idolize me, and they have all my stuff. Yeah. You know, that's when like he goes, I've got to change. I can't. You know what's going on. But first of all, he starts to realize his names on the brand, his names on these weapons that the bad guys are using. But he's also thinking, how are the bad guys getting the weapons? Yeah, and that's you know we find out. We find that out. Yeah, but and also going back to the weapons with his name on, that's that's the one that sort of gets him, isn't it? The one that does his yeah. chest in with the shrapnel, or whatever. Um, yeah, it's got yeah. his name on. It's, it's it's a funny scene. Like it's like sort of ironic, isn't it? 
But that's the point of the film. You know, he's he's basically done himself in there. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but um, so then he starts to make the Mark II suit, the big, you know, the silver one, when he's escaped and he's home and he's he's made his big press press conference. Um, so what? Go on, you're you're a big on the CGI. What do you think? Um, he get he get away with it. So so like, <laughs> so obviously like our listeners, you know, we have regular listeners. They know I'm not a fan of CGI. I'm really not. Yeah. But there's a time for it, and there's, and you know, I think they're Marvel's not so friendly rivals. DC just seem to get it wrong every single time. And but what they do right, don't get me wrong, you can tell it's CGI. But I just don't know. I just can't get away with it. I just, I just, it feels like it works, and it, I don't know. It just feels like it works. Whereas with the DC movies, it feels like it's all wrong. You know what I mean? I don't know what you think. Yeah. Well. I, I loved the CGI when it first came out, and I remember thinking, this looks amazing. I, I like same as I was going about Transformers when that first came out, probably about the same time. And then, very similar, actually. Yeah, yeah, the sort of robotic look. Maybe that's that's the key. The robots are easy to do, but animals and humans, <laughs> not so much. Um, <laughs> but I remember thinking it was it was brilliant at the time. I'm watching it last night on Blu-ray. I thought, oh no, it it still looks good. I know you, you, you're right. There's there's bits where you go, oh hang on, I can tell that's not right, but. Most of the time, it, it looks spot on. I, I, but there's not a point, though, is there? But there's not a point, though, Carl, where you, where it doesn't sit well with you. Whereas, you know, to to use to you know to pick a pick another movie, let's say Aquaman, yeah. and I've got all the time, and I know I do. I need to stop. Um, Jake, what's his name? Jason Momoa. Yeah, oh, brilliant, by the way. I liked him. Oh yeah, come on. And he'd, he'd hate me, wouldn't he? Because <laughs> all I all I ever do is like that. But. It's in Aquaman, you can just tell, it's like the CGI. It makes almost it's that much of a of an OCD of mine that it, it would it, like it infuriates me watching it to the point where I don't want to watch it anymore. Whereas, and it's like that in a lot of the DC movies, but with it with this one and Iron Man with the Marvel movies, all right. Sometimes you can tell it's CGI. And of course, it's CGI, but it it's smooth. It's as I said, I keep using that word. It's smooth and it fits and it goes actually that. That's possible. That that looks quite real, doesn't it? You know yeah. what I mean? But yeah, I mean, like, there's the bit where he um, when he goes to the village and he's in his mark, you know, the, the the red red and gold suit, the Mark Three, they call it, and he blows that tank up. And I, I remember seeing that in the trailer and thinking that that's amazing. That and he just walks away, so cool. Just, yeah, it boss. looks great. I mean, you, as you say, you can tell it's CGI, but it's it's not. It doesn't look too fake. If that yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, it's it's not like one of them. This is the thing. It's as a, you know, it's it's one of them where like Marvel just and and you know I'm gonna find out. I'm sure I'm gonna find out week by week, day by day. The more we're in this quarantine and the more we can watch films, and yeah, I'm gonna start to see really how much Marvel get it right and how, and it's gonna get even more angry with DC and how they get it wrong all the time because. <laughs> They they, they, they they just genuinely do, and you know, I know, like it's not to go off topic, but you said about you know Justice League. This, is it the Snyder cut? Apparently being out, and it's meant to be incredible. Yeah. Tell you what, they've, they've got they've got to have worked wonders then, because the CGI was goddamn awful. So what they're gonna what what they what they've done in the in this cut? I don't know what they've done to save that. Mm. But well, apparently the, the Snyder cut. I mean, it's it's very it's very loose. It's a loose cut. So like the, the CGI is like not complete. Or it's you know it's like it's pre-production, yeah, pre-production. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's 
but it's it's more the storyline and the way the structured film is structured and things. That's what the, it, they're talking about with the, the Snyder Cut of Justice League. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so the, if if we get to see it, I don't know, but um, yeah, the CGI is not the thing to be focusing on that one. <laughs> Oh God! So this is just there's, there's no way. There's no so there's just basically no way. It's DC, as we always say, and again, you know, this is a Marvel podcast. Um, but DC need to just <laughs> any of the latest films, scrap them and start from scratch. Yeah, they are starting starting to do that, aren't they? With, with uh, Robert Pattinson and so on. Well, we don't know what they're doing. We don't, we don't know, do we? We'll find out. But well, Joker was brilliant, ah, wasn't it? Absolutely. You know, without getting off topic, Joker was outstanding. So yeah, absolutely superb, absolutely superb. And I'm going to send you the video, but there's a video with Todd Phillips, is it the director, and that just go off topic for one minute. Yeah. And there's a bit where uh, I know the beginning of the, uh, the, the beginning of the film where it's like set in New York, 80s New York, or whatever. And he said, "Yeah, only the first two buildings at the front of the screen are, are real; all the rest is CGI." And when you look at it. I, I couldn't tell when I, when I watched it. I couldn't tell, so. Shows, yeah, that is. So they've obviously learned how to do CGI. Yeah, it, probably, it probably is, like you said before, about having, like, people and, and animals that, that are, you know, they're difficult to do, whereas you, you can probably do inanimate objects quite easily. Maybe that's... Yeah, I mean, and water. Yeah, and water, yeah. yeah. <laughs> people being underwater is, is solid. <laughs> so, We're looking at you, Jason. <laughs> <laughs> but um, okay, so going going back to the time, I I liked um, there's, there's a few slapstick moments in there, which even though it's a serious film and it's you know it's a, you know meant to be taken all serious and, and serious themes, there's a few slapstick bits in there, like when he's testing all his his, his equipment out and the two little robot robot arms, and um, <laughs> so funny when it when it keeps um, blasting him with the with the foam. Yeah, he keeps blasting yeah. them, yeah. And he keeps saying, I'm going to donate you to charity <laughs> if, you're there, if you're doing it. <laughs> Just a little silly thing like that. Loved it. I love all things, like the, the little bits like that. And that's that's what Marvel get, right? Those little stupid things now and again um, in, a, in a quite, you know, serious film, if you want, you know, inverted commas, serious sort of high stakes films, aren't they? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I've always said what to thank. I was going to say, uh, there's, a, there's a few little other bits as well, um, which I was going to uh, mention. It's like little sort of Easter eggs. Um, so, uh, um, you know, Rhodes, James Rhodes, played by mm-hmm. Terence, what's his name? Terence Howard. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so th- there's a point where Tony flies off in, in the Mark III suit, the red and gold one, and he looks at the Mark II suit, the silver one. Oh, yeah. yeah. And he says, uh, he says, next time, baby. Did, 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 you, mm-hmm. did you notice that? Did you get that reference? Yeah, yeah. So I'm assuming he appears in Iron Man 2. Yeah. Well, sort of. In the season. We'll, 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 we'll talk about that when we get to Iron Man 2, but just remember that moment. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and at the end, when he's fighting the, the, the villain, um, Obadiah Slane, mm-hmm. Stain, sorry, Stain, he, um, when they're fighting with the car and he lifts the car up, that's a little, I think that's a little bit of a nod to the, to Superman 1. You know, the cover of Superman 1, I don't know if you know it. Um but no. basically, the, the cover of Superman one is Superman holding the car up, and everyone like running away from him, uh, like um, so, like like he's the baddie. So that's sort. Of, I think it's like a reference to that, you know, lifting a car up. He's he's as strong as Superman in that instance, you know, that sort of thing. Yeah, if you yeah. know what you're doing. Um, but what I noticed there, and it goes back to his character of he's very clever and he's a genius, but he's not. You know, he's in the end, he's a civilian, isn't he? He's not military. 
yeah. And he doesn't know what to do when when that car starts driving into him. <laughs> and she runs over. And he's like, "Oh no, what am I going to do?" Here? Man, stop, man, stop, or something like that. He says, "Yeah, yeah." He just, he just hasn't got a clue what to do, has he? Um, but I thought that was good. Just a little bit where it, just, it still shows his character. He's still a novice. He's not. He's not the finished article. He's got this amazing suit. He can fly now, but he, he's not a fighter, is he? Um, no. Which, which you'll, you'll see him coming to at one point. What I loved about what I loved about it is, um, you know, like obviously, what is it, Mark? I'm trying to still get used to the terminology. Is it the Mark II suit? Yeah, the silver one. That, that, yeah, when he finds out about the ice problem. Yeah. Like that, that moment is brilliant, and the way it goes full circle and how it became important to the story. Yeah. And I, I thought it's incredible because he's basically, you know, who's the guy he talks to in his head? Well, the computer. Yeah, guy. his name uh, Jarvis. So it's like an AI, AI uh, computer. Yeah, Jarvis. Yeah. So, so he's so he's talking to him, and I, I love the way, and he's going, "No, you can't do it. You can't do it." And he just goes, "No, I just want to basically see how far." It's like he tests how far he can go, so that he can learn what needs to be improved. So then that, and then I first thing, why is he doing that? What's he doing? Is he stupid? But then the fact he's done that became so important later on. I don't know. I thought it was brilliant that bit. To be honest. Yeah. I, I I said to say I put uh, made a note of the same thing. Yeah, it's sort of signpost that he's going to need that at the end of the film. <laughs> but it, yeah, again, it goes back to his character. It also shows he's reckless. He could have died there. Um, bothered was he at all? Is it what? Sorry, he wasn't bothered at all, was he? Really? I, I think he he seemed he's a bit like that. Like even when he gets here to take the thing out and put the new one in, um, inverted commas his heart, which obviously is not his heart, but you know what I mean. Yeah. And, um, and you know she she pulls it out or whatever, and it's like oh, I'm going into cardiac arrest. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah. like oh my god, you know what I mean? he's like, but he's not bothered though, is he? Because he's like, let's be honest, he could have just like died there and then, couldn't he? But I don't yeah, know. I think with him coming out of the cave as Iron Man, the old Tony Stark's died, hasn't he? And this this mm-hmm. new, you know, he's he's got a limited time to live. You know, if he hasn't got that that thing in his chest, he's he's gonna die. So it, that's that's the sort of attitude he's got, and you'll see that evolve over a few other films as well, um, oh, where he's yeah. got that sort of death wish, if you like. So that's it is yeah. something there that, that's there from right from the beginning. Um, so should we talk about some of the characters then? Yeah, so go on. Obviously, got Robert Downey Jr. Um, and we talked about uh, in last episode where a few actors who could have been Iron Man. So we mentioned Tom Cruise. I've just been looking on IMDb before and it even mentions um, Nicolas Cage. Could have been Tony Stark. Oh, no. No, I can't, oh, I can't no. see it. No, I can't. Yeah. No, I couldn't. <laughs> can't, can't visualise that one bit. Um, no, Tom Cruise, you could possibly add a push, but no. He's the guy, isn't he? Yeah. yeah, he's the man. It, do you know what he, he he makes that like it's 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 going to be really difficult. You know, like the way when it when it eventually when the franchise moves on and listen money talks and you know they will do these films again. You know they will. You know they've done them in t- throughout time with Batman, Superman, and um, you know Spider Man, even even Hulk. You know, they, 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 there's always new versions of them. There's, there always is, and I think there will be eventually new versions of Iron Man. And it's going to be really difficult because he set the benchmark so high, and he's brilliant. Yeah. As I said he's cool, he's witty, he's he's Robert Downey Jr. You know, if you follow Robert Downey Jr.'s backstory a little bit, he, Iron Man is Robert Downey Jr. and all that. I know you're going obviously, but it's like it's just like Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. It's mad. 
Yeah. Brilliant. He, he, he is, and he, like, you know, he, he's an alcoholic, he's a party goer, he's reckless, you know, arrogant. That That is him as, as a person, or used to be him as a person, you know, when, back in the heyday. Um, yeah, he, he's absolutely perfect, and a perfect actor to build a franchise around, because at the time, he wasn't doing very much. You know, he, he was a big actor in the 90s, and then sort of fell off for whatever reason, rehab or whatever. And then um, this, this sort of reinvigorated him and made him, you know, one of the biggest paid stars in Hollywood and it was sort of was this before the um, the what was it wait let me just sort the dog out sorry the listeners Walter get in <laughs> the dog's doing me he's barking everywhere sorry so, um, I'll just lock him out yeah so I'm um, sorry you know it was, so was the um, Sherlock Holmes what films were that was this after like as a as an after thing to Iron Man or because yeah, they were big weren't they that's right, yeah. I think they were after. I'll, I'll just have a little check. I've got it up here now, so I'll have a little check on, on his... Uh... Yeah, because it was one of those things, because it, as you said, it was like he wasn't... He was like massive years ago. I remember your doses there, Robert Downey Jr. was massive. And then he was sort of like as big as Johnny Depp when he back in the day. And then he just, you know, he, he disappeared. And as you said, he come back as Iron Man and it was like he was all over the gaff again. You know what I mean? But, yeah. And then there was Sherlock... And there was other stuff then. When was at Tropic Thunder? Obviously, that was a massive role, wasn't it? He was he was like the best one in that film as well. That's right. Well, um, Sherlock Holmes was two thousand nine, so the year after. So this sort of yeah, it's it sorted out, didn't it? Um, yeah, it basically gave him a second life, didn't it? Really it did. in Hollywood. Yeah, definitely. Tropic Thunder was the same year. So that was it. Yeah. So that year, he he sort of he done Iron Man. And then yeah, Tropic Thunder, which, which was a bit of a risky move, by the way, as well, with it going up, you know, blacking up and things. I know it's for com- comedic effect, but yeah, he, that could have went south. That. Um. Yeah. Yeah. And then, but he's got, but he's got, he's got like a new following now, hasn't he? Because he probably had a massive following in the eighties and nineties anyway. And then when he started doing all this, it's he's, he's got like a, he's rebranded himself, hasn't he? He's re- reinvented himself. Yeah, that's what he's done, hasn't he? Yeah, he has. Yeah, he's, he, you know, yeah, that, that point. I mean, looking at the films before him now, I mean, see if you heard of any of these. This is before Iron Man, Charlie Barlett, Lucky You, Vanity Fair, Zodiac. I've heard of Zodiac, um, a Scanner Darkly. They're not big films, are they? But then, you know, you look after Iron Man, you've got well, a few other things Iron Man 2, Sherlock Holmes, uh, obviously, all the, all the Marvel ones, uh, Chef, The Judge. Oh, the judge is a brilliant movie, by the is way. It? Have I seen that one? I think I, is that when he's, he's the judge's son or something? Yeah, it's got yeah, it's Robert Duvall's the judge. Isn't That's he? right. I have seen that one. Yeah, it is good, isn't it? Yeah. Um, Bit of a tearjerker. Yeah. So like, is yeah after that, that his career just sort of skyrocketed, and I say one of the biggest earners in Hollywood after that. Um, I tell you what, I'm a, I'm a fan. Do you know what? Like, I've got to be honest. I'm I'm like I'm into I'm into Iron Man now. You know, like like. Like comic book movies, I think, you know, years ago, you know, people would call you a nerd for it. I've always had a bit of a nerd side to me. Nerd! Um, I, always... <laughs> <laughs> I, I have, though. It's been a mad because I've always, like, I've always been, like, a mad because I've always been into my sport and all that and, like, whatever, but I've always had that, you know, that inner nerd in me. Always, I've always had it. And superheroes and comic book heroes are always... You can get your like, you get your pumps just as much as like, you know, like, I love Anthony Joshua. Like Anthony Joshua could have a fight, and I get that excited for it. It's like that. So like, when I was watching Iron Man today, especially, and I was like, yeah. and you know, I don't want to ruin it too much, but you're the end bit. 
No, when he when like he just goes off script oh. and just goes well, you know, yeah. you know, I, I am, I am, I am. I I told you this before, but you know the story behind that, by the way. No, what? well, originally he, he was he was meant to read the cards, um, and you know just pretend that that Iron Man's the bodyguard. That was that was the original script. Robert Downey Jr. I don't know whether he got the, the go from John Favreau or whether he just did it on the hoof or whatever. But he basically, that's Robert Downey Jr. Just sure. <laughs> he, 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 that's that's a ad lib that. Oh, that's boss. That's even better. Yeah. <laughs> the most that's... lines in the whole of the Marvel franchise, and you know, it will it will come back into it as well. In, in, you know that line, um, and it, yeah, it was ad libbed. Oh, yeah, that's brilliant! Crazy. That I'm made up with that. I'm even more made up with that. Um, yeah, it's it's just it's just a great great way to finish the film. Because if you think most most evil films, it's it's status quo, isn't it? No one knows who he is. But that just like through it, and you're like, okay, we're getting ready for number two now. And I can imagine in the second one, which I haven't seen. Like that's one thing I realised. I haven't. I definitely haven't seen the second one. Oh really? One. And I was thinking, I bet yeah, in the second one. That like it it, it starts like I don't don't no. give it away like but it starts with like the Iron Man the Iron you know what I mean and all that like sang or like newspaper headlines and all that yeah I won't say too much like yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. but uh, okay so what about the other characters um, Happy Hogan played by the director John Favreau so he directed the film as well as playing as base uh, what do you think of him. Um, the, the, who's it his, his mate who, who drives him around like not as butler but as like oh, uh, oh yeah he's in quite a few comic, comic, yeah. comedy films well, he's a comedy director as well yeah, yeah he's, he's, he's alright he's, he's not in it no he, he does become more of a role in like later films but yeah he's alright how does he yeah he's, I, I knew him because he's, as I said he's in something called Couples with Sweet Tim and uh, he's dead funny yeah I've seen that that's a good film that isn't uh, it <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've seen him in a few other things. He's in, um, he's in. I love you, man. Oh, as well, thanks. What are, what's he in? Um, <laughs> oh, thanks, mate. You. What film? Yeah. He? <laughs> 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 he did a few good, good comedy films, like. Um, but yeah, he's not really much. In. I can, you know, he plays a part, honey. That's it. I suppose I couldn't really say much. Yeah, he plays. He plays well. Yeah. Sorry, I lost you then. I lost you for a minute then. Um, yeah, I mean, like, so what about, uh, what about Gwena Paltrow, Pepper Potts? Um, I know she, no, she's good. She, she's important because she's that, again, in all movies, I think, like, the love interest's important, isn't it? It's key in, in every, any good superhero film. The love interest's key, I think. And, um, yeah, she, play, she plays the part well. She's... She, she 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 doesn't play a role that I've never seen her play before. Mm. Do you know what I mean? She she's Gwyneth Paltrow as Gwyneth Paltrow can be in many other movies. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think that the the, the chemistry between between them two is brilliant, and it, it's got that feel of it's a little bit like um, not improv. What's the word? Like I said before, ad lib. That's the yeah, it, it's, it feels. I'm sure they're following the script, but if, it does feel like it's a bit ad libbed and I, I like the chemistry between them too. Well, the well, did Aaron and Chris Martin split up before? Oh, I, don't know. I wouldn't like to comment. I <laughs> know, <laughs> oh, yeah. Sorry, I know you're Chris. listening, Chris. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think she's good. Hi, 
Is that Sorry. Oh, hi, Chris. Hi, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> but I think in the film as well, she's she's sort of as not intellectual equal, but sort of his his model guide, and she sort of like is equal footing. Like she's the one who can give give it as good as she can take it from him. Whereas, yeah, she yeah, grounds doesn't other women to him are just you know sex or whatever. Whereas she she's like sort of mm. you know on his level, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. And he yeah, respects it, doesn't does. he? Yeah. Um, what do you think of the body stain? Is that it Jeff, is. Bridges? Jeff Bridges? Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I, right, this is my only fault with the film. And I, you know, I've told you that I'm a fan. I'm an Iron Man fan. I'm getting the Iron Man tattoo tomorrow on my arm. What are you joking? No, but, you know, I am a fan. But, just have it, you know. What's the film? What's that off? Is is it Anchorman? Wow, that escalates quickly. <laughs> yeah. That quote, yeah, it, it escalates quickly, doesn't it? Like, I don't know. It just he becomes like, you know, don't get me wrong, he becomes a bit of a numpty, and he's, you know, he's he is what he is, and he, you know, he, he's doing his own little dealings, and you know, he sets Robert Downey Jr. up, but then he and then and then when he puts the suit on, he just becomes like. A super, super, super yeah. villain, doesn't he? And it's like, oh, where did that come from? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, he's sort of like that, that corporate villain at first, isn't he? Sort of like sneaky, a bit mm. like a proper <laughs> wants to kill everyone. Yeah, yeah, but he, as you said, that's the best analogy. What you just said, he was he's a corporate villain at first, and then he becomes a proper, <laughs> a proper <laughs> yeah. villain after. I don't know what. It's, it's, yeah. It does, yeah. As you say, it yeah, I like that. It escalated quickly. <laughs> um, <laughs> that yeah. escalated quickly. And he, it's you can you see you see through the film, like you know when he's um, when he's saying like Tony Stark built this in a cave. Um, see that he's a family, and he's just like he's just like um, using them, for, you know, for the money or power or whatever. Because hmm. he doesn't does he say something like he, he used to say the same thing to to his dad or something like that at one point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah. So, uh, what else? Who else was in it? Um, oh, what do we think of Agent Coulson, played by what's his name? I forgot his name. What do we think of the Agent Coulson? So he's Which like the, the Shield operative. Greg, what's his name? Greg Clark, is it? Oh yeah, I feel like the FBI. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, they're like they well, they become important. I can imagine they see because you know more to come. I can imagine they become very yeah. important moving on. Um, but like the help, the help here, don't think when the Palso at that moment when she's got to escape quickly with the pen drive and that. Um, yeah, I think I think the good. I think he's a good actor him as well. That yeah. fella, to be fair, he's English, um, isn't he? Or he's played in English. He role. has played English. I think he is so, American. Clark Gregg, his name is. I've got his name mixed up. Clark oh, Gregg, yeah. But um, yeah, you're right. Agent Coulson becomes well. I'll tell you more about him in, in future episodes. But yeah, he's a, he's, he's a caring character. Let's say that. See, because you talk, you talk about them because you know what they become. So you will talk about them now, and I'm just thinking, what do you mean? Like they, they're yeah. in it for about ten minutes. Do you know what I mean? But obviously, you know, the, it sets it up, doesn't it, for what's to come? So what do you think of um, the the uh, Jarvis? You know, the uh, the AI in a suit played by Paul Bentley. Yeah, I think, well, he's, he's obviously very important, isn't he? Because he's sort of 
you know, as clever as Tony Stark is. Um, and they said Rob Stark then, that Game of Thrones. Uh, <laughs> as, <different> film. <laughs> yeah, as clever as Tony Stark is, you know, um, you yeah. know, the brains behind him is obviously the computer, isn't it? Um, yeah, so that's it's obviously it, yeah. a, a very important role. Um, yeah, so I don't know. I can, is he going to get more important or what do you know anything about him or? Well, I won't say too much, but yeah, he's yeah, he's he's the voice of the suit, isn't he? Basically, he's the voice of the suit. Um, and I won't say any more about that. But he's a, he's a British actor, obviously. He's, he is proper British. Um, proper yeah. British. Yes, proper. He's a <laughs> sound like one of our friends there. <laughs> <laughs> won't mention him. Um, <laughs> yeah, do, do you know like in the original comics, um, Jarvis was actually a, a, like a human, like a butler. Um, a bit, a bit like um, Alfred in Batman. Oh, I see. So I think, yeah, I think I prefer it the way that it is in the film, to be honest. But they, they do get round it. Um, I think I mentioned before, like one of the series, they get the have is Agent Carter, which I'm watching at the moment. Yeah. So, um, it's it's set with Tony Stark's dad. So you see it, you see it sort of when he's younger, uh, and Jarvis. Yeah, and Jarvis is the butler. So without knowing too much that's the reason why he calls it Jarvis because he knows Jarvis from being a kid alright well, well can I just say I am happy that they don't go down the Jarvis as a, as a butler route because then it'd just be too much similar to Batman then and it'd just uh, you know the pessimist in me would start you know going on about the originality and you know all that so I'm happy they don't go down that route yeah, me too. I agree. I, I prefer it the way it is. Like, did, yeah, did you read like the comic? Did you read the comics, Carl of um, Iron Man? Now and again. So, like, I, re- I read a few little bits. So, um, there was there was a series in nineteen ninety six called Heroes Reborn. Basically, they killed off all the superheroes, quite a big chunk of the superheroes. Iron Man was one of them. Um, and I, I started reading it when they relaunched that. Um, but I wasn't really into it, so I didn't really know much about it. Um, and then a couple of years later, the when uh, you've heard of Civil War, you've obviously the film Civil War will do yeah, some yeah. Um that's when I started like sort of noticing Iron Man. He was yeah, a big part of that. Um which was much later. You're talking like two thousand and four or five or something like that, maybe. Um, okay. And at, at that point in the comics, the Iron Man was like sort of the, he was he was the big I am. He was the big like was he? and that's what the, yeah, and that, that's what they've done with the films. They've sort of built it around Iron Man. Like the whole it, universe is built around Iron Man. Because it, it I'll be honest with you, like, you know, I, I was a bit of a comic book fan. I used to go, you know, go to Forbidden Planet and I'd go, I'd go and get me WWE wrestlers. And then I'd go oh, yeah. and get a couple of comics and then a couple of comic books. And, you know, I used to always get the Batman comics and, you know, I've had loads of them. Um, that my mum got rid of. Like I said the other day, she got rid of the DVDs, she also got rid of the comics, she got rid of the magazines, football programmes, everything. She's wow. just got rid of me. <laughs> Basically, but anyway. Get out, James. <laughs> Get out, you're gone. Yeah, but anyway. Um, no, so, you know, I did used to get comics and, you know, I'll be honest, I was more of a, and I'm not proud of this, I'd buy them and I wouldn't read them. Oh, really, yeah? And I was a bit of a bit, bit of an um, what's the word? More like a, like a collector or something, or a hoarder, or <laughs> uh, yeah, more, yeah, more of a hoarder. 
Yeah, probably a hoarder. So like, <laughs> go and buy comics, but I never buy any. Obviously, I, I, you know, those who know, I'd never really buy a Marvel one. It was always DC. DC. Because only only ever buy like you know Batman ones or you know even you know Superman ones and stuff. And so mm. I never heard of Iron Man. And then like it like until these films and stuff. And I remember thinking like where's he came from and like sort of. And then for like the non you know comic book fans or the non obviously DC comic book fans, you'd only start to like realize people through people either through the movies or through fancy dress costumes. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And yeah. I, I, I remember, like, like you'd never see anyone in an Iron Man costume. Whereas now, if you went to a fancy dress party, you'd see at least one or two fellas there in an Iron Man costume, wouldn't you? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. And that, that's that's what's not surprising to me. But like, I think that was that helped the film because if, like you say, there's a bit of a stigma. Or there was a bit of a stigma with comic book movies, especially around that time. Um, you know. Just admitting that you liked movie, like superheroes was was not the done thing. Um so to, to bring a film out that no one knew it was, you know, what it was basically. It looks I mean, it looks a bit like a war film war film if you look at the poster. Yeah, apart, it does, yeah. Apart from Iron Man himself, you know, it's just, you know, a few of the characters' heads and you know, a few explosions, it just looks like an action film. Um and I think that's helped it that it wasn't like, you know, if it was Batman, everyone knows, oh, it's Batman. I know, I know what to expect. Whereas Iron Man, everyone went in, like you say, you did it yourself. I, I mean, I didn't really know what to expect. I, I knew of him. I knew like he was a man in a suit. That was all I knew, really. Um, and yeah, blown away by it. Yeah, because it's brilliant. Yeah, top, 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 top film. And as I said, maybe I should listen to you more often. <laughs> no, don't. You know, and, don't. Because <laughs> no, I, I, I watch like, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still watching Fist of the North Star and I've seen Demons 2. Don't. <laughs> get, out, get out while you can <laughs> oh honestly no but like I think I think the way I'll take it is you know jokes aside I think if you really say James honestly watch it you will like it I obviously will do you know what I mean because we've known each other for that long now that yeah. we know what we like and what we don't like like let's go if it was like a, a you know your typical you know, action movie or something, you'd probably, you would never be asking me to watch it, would you? No, it's, you no. It's, 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 yes, it's really, honestly, mate, it's really, really good film. Yeah. Oh, good, good. Can't good. fault So, like, you know, the, the villain, do you know actually the super villain's name in it? No, because I didn't know he was going to be the super villain. I, like, as I said, when I said before, it escalated quickly. It, it, he went from being like, you know what, to be honest, I, I always thought there'd be something, you know, like he'd have a bit of jealousy or yeah. something. Because um, they, they sort of set that out early, don't they, when they show, like, the magazines and they go, like, Baby Stark and then they go, this is the man who takes over and then it shows them back to back and then it shows Stark took over. And then I thought, you know what I mean, they sort of set it up as a bit of a rivalry. But I don't think I ever expected them to go as full villain as he did. Yeah, yeah. Well, like, his, his villain name, because he's, he's from the comics, really, his, his villain name is only mentioned in it once, I think. Um, he's, he's talking to Tony, and like when Tony sort of flipped his lid and said, like, we're going to stop making weapons, and he says to him, um, you know, we, you know we're, we're arms dealers, we're, we're the Ironmongers, basically. And that, that's that's his name in the comics, the Ironmonger. It's basically like a... Oh, yeah, he's, he's a villainous version of, of Iron Man, basically. Literally that. And that's what he was, only at the end, with the big suit. Yeah, 
well, that's what he is. But like, has he got a big backstory in in the in the comics as a close family friend? I, or I, I, I'm not 100 percent sure to be honest. Um, I think he might have been at a rival company, but I don't know. Uh, yeah, I can't remember. I can't remember. Um, but yeah, just I'm gonna go on to the next bit now. But this bit's on. Um, we're gonna talk about this every single episode. Okay, so this has got its own little section, and so is the last bit in a minute. So this section is called. Where is Stanley Lee? So, do you know who Stanley is? Ah, yeah, it's Stanley Lee. The he's like he's a the big. Well, he's passed away yeah. now, hasn't he? And um, and he's like the big Marvel guy who came up with Marvel or the Marvel universe or something. Enlighten me, is he something? Yeah. Like so basically, that? he's he, he was in he's, he was the the writer, if you like, um, of a lot of the, the heroes. Well, they say the writer. He's there's a lot of debate about his his input. He sort of came up with the idea. So he'd say like. Oh, Iron Man's a man in a suit, and then a bit of the backstory, and then someone else will go and write it. But there's, but he's credited for it basically. All the most of them, you know, Fantastic Four, Spider Man, X Men. Um, basically, if you name a Marvel character, he's probably had a hand in it. Um, so mm-hmm. th- the nice thing is he's in every single Marvel film, even the ones, yeah, yeah. even the ones that were made before this. He's in, he's in most of them as well. Not in all of them, but most of them. But he's in every Marvel cinematic for, uh, universe film. So, did you spot him? <laughs> no, no. So now, I wouldn't know him if I fell over. So now you're gonna spot. You're gonna. You, I'm gonna show you the picture when next time I see you, and you've got to look for him every film. So I'll tell you the first one. He's, where was he? Sammy, where was in this he? one? He he played Hugh Hefner. Ah, yeah, he did, yeah. And he goes, yeah, because I remember thinking, that's, that's not it. Hugh Hefner. Do you know where he goes? Because he's got the robe on, hasn't he? And then he looks at him as if they like, gives him a look, as if to say, like, I'm not Hugh Hefner. Yeah, there you go. So that's th- this feature of every episode will be, you've got to tell me where Stanley was. So he's in every, every yeah, one he... up until he passed. Yeah. Yeah. And so I won't say any more about it, but yeah, you, you tell me when you see him. <laughs> Bloody hell, that's good. I like that. I like that. So that's another another little, you know, little, little yeah, little sort of um, yeah, uh, Easter egg. Easter yeah. egg, sorry, yeah. yeah. But, um, yeah, he, he was he was instrumental in all the Marvel, basically. Yeah, and he's I say he's in every film. So yeah, look out for him. Um, but the next the next thing as well, which will be in every episode as well, is did you stay for the end credits? Oh, you see, that's that's what I did when I first saw this film in the pictures. When the when the credits start rolling, you get up, you get your you get your gear, you put it in the bin or whatever, and you you walk off. Yeah. But this was the first Marvel film that actually had an after end credit scene, which is dead important. Now, sure. you haven't seen it. Go on, you're gonna have to, gonna have oh. to tell me that. Okay, well I'll tell you what. We'll we'll pause here and you're gonna go away and watch it. Now you're not gonna go and watch it. I'm gonna tell you about it, but you're gonna imagine you've just watched it. Okay, I'll, yeah, cut, right. it, I'll cut it out. I'll do a little ding or something like that. Right. Uh, so, so what you just seen there, right? I'll explain it for the viewers who haven't seen it. Maybe Tony Stark comes in late at night. There's, a, there's an alarm going off. You hear Jarvis's voice, and it goes a little bit distorted, and then. Tony Stark sees there's someone standing in his Malibu home, turns around, and it's only Samuel L. Jackson dressed up as Nick Fury. 
Now, obviously, if you know the comics, you know who Nick, Flo- Nick Fury is. Um, and he, he basically says something. You think you're the only superhero in the world. You've become part of a bigger universe. You just don't know it yet. I'm here to talk to you about the Avenger Initiative. Sure. Say it's the black. <laughs> right. uh... you're, you're acting like you haven't seen it and we're pretending that you have seen it. <laughs> but it's okay. Don't worry. It'll be funny. <laughs> so you're right. So now now the viewers know our secret that you haven't seen it. You're gonna go yeah. away and watch it after this. It's on YouTube, go and find it. Yeah. But basically, yeah. I'll, I'll send you the link. But basically I'll be honest, viewers, I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it, but I'm honest. <laughs> I, I need to see it, don't I? Definitely. It's <laughs> now I'm gonna be a bit of backstory of that, right? If um, do you know that there's, there's been a Nick Fury film in the nineties? No. Um, have a guess who played Nick Fury. So no one, no, um, famous for Baywatch. Had the half. The half himself, David Hasselhoff. Because <laughs> <laughs> Nick Fury in the comics is white. Yeah. Now there's there was a a comic called Ultimate. The, the Ultimates, um, which was basically the Avengers, but they like to sort of relaunch it and made it more realistic. Um, and in that, Nick Fury's black for, for no reason. Just the the, the artist uh, Brian Hitch, I think it was, made him black. Now there's a, there's a line in that in that comic. This came out before Iron Man. There's a line in that comic where he says they're just all talking. All the Avengers are talking. I, you know, Tony Stark, um, Steve Rogers, who's Captain America. They're all just talking, and they say, "Who'd play you in a, in your movie?" And they go to Nick Fury. And he goes like, obviously, it'd be Samuel L. Jackson. Oh, sure. And then he got Samuel L. Jackson to be this little bit at the end of Iron Man 1. But obviously, he, come, he becomes important, doesn't he? Because I know he's, yeah. in, he's in the future films. He's, yeah. in, he's in Avengers and that. Yeah. Hello? Hello? So, uh, yeah, yeah, I can hear you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I can hear you. But yeah, he's, he's, so yeah he's, he's a big part of it. So what they've basically done now in the comics is white Nick Fury, uh, I think, got killed. And it turns out that he had a son who was black Nick Fury. Mm-hmm. So, that's, so that's how he got around it. So if you if you pick up a Marvel comic, Nick Fury is black. But originally okay. wasn't. Yeah. But originally he wasn't. Yeah. It's Love Samuel it. Jackson, man, he's boss. Oh, it's brilliant. And it, yeah, he's, he is so cool. And he's so cool. And this little two-minute snippet in the film is so cool as well. He's never aged, has he? He's never aged, Samuel L. Jackson. I no. think he's always looked. It maybe he was old before he was young. Yeah, but it's it's mad seeing him with hair. Like, you know, he's in Jurassic Park, isn't he? And, um, <laughs> yeah. and things like that. He's got hair. You think, oh man, looks weird. <laughs> Shave it off, Samuel, and put your Kangol cap on. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever seen the Have you ever seen the Fifty First State when he's in that? Yeah, oh, yeah, in Liverpool. Yeah. Brilliant, yeah. Good, good film. Like, go, go film if you live in Liverpool. Probably not a good film yeah. overall. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's in that, isn't he? With his, uh, with his uh, kilt, kilt at the end. Yeah. So, yeah, so so from now on, there are two things you've got to do. You've got to watch Alpha Stan Lee during the film. Okay. And you've got to watch the end credit scene because I think every single one has got one. There might be one that hasn't okay. got one. Okay, so what's next, what's next for, for me? So next is The Incredible Hulk. Starring oh, I watched Edward the other night. I watched it the other didn't I? Yeah, you did. You watched a bit of it already, which is good, because it's not on Disney+. Plus. So it's okay. not 
it's not coming on Disney Plus, and the Spider Man films are not going to be on Disney Disney Plus either, which is a bit of a shame. But, but, I know, but we'll get round it. Um, but yeah, so I'll, what would you give it out of ten? Like, I'm not saying like you know, eight out of tens and that. No, compared to like the, uh, the, the nine out of ten and that. But what would you give it out of ten? Like, um, seven point five. Seven point five, solid film. Yeah, yeah, yeah solid, I, solid film. Great acting, great bit of action. There was comedy in it. There was, I don't know. I just, I just honestly, mate, really, really liked it. And hats off to you. And I'm hoping <laughs> we all live up to it. Yeah, hopefully. I mean, you, if if you if you watch these films like it's a series, you're gonna have your your dud series. You you good at your 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 boss episodes. You're gonna have your dud episodes. But overall, the consistency, it's amazing. Um, What's the dud episode? Come on, just tell me. Well, Incredible Hulk's not great. It's it's okay. Well, I've seen that. Yeah, and you've so seen that it. starts off starts off brilliant without going into it because we're gonna save that for another obviously next week, but. It starts off brilliant, that. Yeah, yeah. When he's in Brazil and he's like, and there's that mysterious element. And I, I said to you, you know, I'm going to watch it again, you know, this week. But, you know, when, like, the minute Liv Tyler comes into it, it goes downhill. Yeah, we're in a fan. <laughs> no. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll talk more about it next week. But, uh, like, it becomes a CGI fest, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. And we'll, and we'll have a chat yeah. about a few things. Yeah. Yeah. Super. All right. Well, I think that's a great episode. Barring the, all the technical hitches we're still having. Um, yeah, I, know. <laughs> I, think, I think it's going to be good. Um, so, yeah, we're back next week for Incredible Hulk on Monday. And we've got our regular episode of Chat and Flicks on Friday. We don't know what the theme is yet, do we? I think we've got, I think we're on for director specials, aren't we? Oh, that's right. We did say directors. So, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll let people know what that's going to be. So, I think we, well, we, all, have, we all have separate favourite directors, don't we? So, I think yeah. we were going to. I think we're going to sort of let somebody, you know, feature, talk about their favourite favorite director, why they're the favourite director, and then we yeah. sort of pick it apart. Yeah, and tell them why they're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because, uh, because everyone's wrong. We're yeah, right. that's it. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we are the right ones. Um, okay, so we'll finish there. Thanks for listening, everyone. And if you want to get in contact, we're on all the socials, as per usual. And we're going to finish with a quote. And I think, James, you, you will probably guess what this quote's going to be. Do you want to say it? Is this the... Um, I don't know whether I'll say it wrong, man. Is on, this... I am the Iron Man. Oh, I am, I am. I am, I am, man. <laughs> ah, I am. Go on, do you want to say it, then? I am Iron Man. <laughs> See you later, folks. Woo!